Now I can't hear you anymore. Hang on. I got you. Now. Yes. Hey, so I was saying, <laughs> I was saying I was reconfiguring my computer and I had adjusted, I somehow set my microphone as my output speaker. And that's why I couldn't hear you because a microphone is a microphone and not a speaker. I see. Little technical uh, glitch. It's a pro tip for you, Jeff. It's a pro tip. That's a, that's a pro tip. Hey, and welcome to On Site, the On Site Eyes podcast. My name is Greg Bala. I am joined, as always, by my colleague, Jeff Schwamm. Da, 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 da. Here I am. And today, we are chatting a little bit about a recent event that Jeff just completed down in Bardstown, Kentucky. Um, and we, we saw a client down there for a from refractive exams and some safety eyewear. Um, so Jeff, first of all, welcome back. Welcome back from Kentucky. Thank you. Uh, how was your trip, man? How, how, how was, uh, how was your experience down there in a nutshell? You know, I wasn't expecting my first trip on an airplane since COVID hit to be down to Kentucky, but uh -huh. it was, it was, it was great. It was really a, a nice, wonderful, you know, three day experience with our with our client down there yeah no it was a it was a, a, a an extended trip for you for the team i think we, we were down there for three days as you mentioned with uh, events back to back on two days and um, what were the what were the services that that we were providing to the client down there yeah so this was a primarily a safety eyewear event to get the employees who work there to get their safety eyewear right at the facility so mm -hmm. We also coupled that, we brought an eye doctor with us and we coupled that with um, eye exams, refractive eye exams. So basically the ideal was you get a new prescription, you come over to the dispensary, we fit you for safety eyewear. And then in you know about three to four weeks, we'll ship the eyewear back to the distillery. So we, um, yeah, we saw 50 individuals down there and ended up ordering 48 pairs of, of eyewear, which was, um, which was really great. It ends up representing about 10% of their workforce. Um, so oh, wow. we were able to do that in one day. Wow, it's so about 10% of their workforce in one day. That's excellent. Now I mentioned actually as, as workers who work at, the, at a distillery that eye protection is probably necessary for a lot of the tasks that they have to perform. Um, so not only having eyewear, but prescription eyewear, um, prescription safety eyewear, excuse me, is I would think very beneficial so that they can they don't have to keep taking glasses on and off and that every, they can see clearly while they're doing the very important work of making our spirits. I yes. It, yeah. That, that was, that's about right. You know, some employers we go to and they make it like 100% mandatory day one, day 366, day 10,000 that you're working there. You have to wear safety eyewear and you have to have the best possible corrected vision with this distillery, they were really just concerned about the safety of their employees' eyes. Right. So they wanted anybody and everybody to get safety eyewear so that they would be safer in, you know, in the facility when they walked around. You know, um, I, it was actually for them more of a value add from our understanding than mm -hmm. it was a mandatory requirement for every single one of those, you know, 550 or 600 employees. So well, some of nice. the, yeah, it, it was really 
really nice. Um, in the past, um, they've had to either, you know, someone's come on, sometimes they've had to go off site, you know, and healthcare around there, there's a lot of great doctors, but it's still, you know, to take two or three hours off of work is paid time off for the employee. It costs the employer to go, you know, for their employees to go. And so we just kind of made it easy. We have a list of people. We know who ordered the eyewear and, and, and they know who, who signed up and everything. So it was, it was a very well-oiled machine. We worked with a really great office coordinator who, who basically just helped us organize the entire thing and helped kind of slot in people in between the eye exams to even bring in their outside prescriptions to get eyewear. Which makes it so much easier when it's run smoothly and you have someone there who's able to coordinate the event. Um, then, you know, it just, it just makes the whole thing run that much more smoothly and everybody's when everything kind of moves on time. And it sounds like it was a very successful event. It sounds like uh, people were pretty happy um, and you were able to fit a lot of the employees with eyewear. I, I want to ask as you're, as an optician, since you are an optician, what was your experience like fitting safety eyewear in particular? I know you, you're probably quite used to fitting normal eyeglasses, but what's, what's some of the differences in fitting a safety eyewear um, versus uh, regular eyewear? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, the difference between safety eyewear and regular eyewear mostly is the thickness of the frame, the thickness of the lenses, and the size of the frame. So retail eyewear, we typically like to have it so that, um, you know, it doesn't look too big, it doesn't look too narrow. Um, in terms of lens options, you know, people will spend extra money to make sure that lenses are thinner, right. lenses are lighter. When mm -hmm. it comes into industrial thickness and, you know, frames and lenses, it's pretty straightforward. You have to have, sorry to get technical, but you have to have at least two millimeters of thickness at the right. thinnest point of the lens to be considered industrial thickness. You also have uh -huh. to get a safety stamp put on it, much like you would have like in a bathroom, like tempered glass. It says specifically that it was tempered and, and followed the, the procedures to do that. So the, the frames end up being wider because a lot of times they're curved. Right. And so the frame measurements end up getting wider. Well, what does that mean? It means that ultimately they're not gonna be as sexy, sleek and simple <laughs> as your regular retail eyewear. So they right. might come out a little bit thicker um, and they might just look different. You know, we, a lot of times we'll fit frames that are slightly larger in size uh, at a safety eyewear event than a retail event. And that's really just because of the curvature of the frames. So the frames right. typically have more of a wrap, mm -hmm. the safety eyewear. And by wrap, I basically mean, imagine like the shape of, um, I don't know, like the shape of a, a, a kind of a boomerang where it's like an arch mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. the arch in St. Louis. So right. it's more, more curve as opposed to eyewear where we can control the bevel, where we can control the base curve to get them to be more flat. So right. it's, it's a little bit different in terms of that, but honestly, in terms of the measuring, it's pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we measure pupil distances, we measure the height from the top and bottom of the frame. And, you know, we measure everything kind of traditionally. Um, it's just that, you know, conversations about thickness have to be kind of at the forefront. Which I imagine you'll want. I mean, that two, that's, that's fascinating, that two millimeter thickness minimum. Um, I, I mean, yes, they may not be as sleek and as sexy as your everyday eyewear, but that's kind of what you want when you, you want something that's going to kind of protect and wrap around the entire eye to protect the eye 
um, so you don't get any kind of projectiles or whatever you're working with well, in there. Well, and, and, the eye. and to your point, you know, all the frames either have built-in side shields mm -hmm. um, right on the edges of the glasses, or they have replaceable side shields that you can that can be snapped on. So right. not only does that keep debris out, um, but it also it's just a different experience. You know, it's like yeah. your peripheral vision is a little bit more a little bit more um, controlled in those environments. And the, but the overall goal is, is for patient safety and eye safety. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, what were some, any, any kind of unexpected happenings at the event? Any ways you kind of had to adapt or think on your feet during the day? Well, what was interesting was uh, the first day we were there, it just poured. I mean, it was, hmm. it was really, really raining. And the site that we were at I mean, you walk in and there's just trucks. I mean, the place is open 24 seven. I mean, mm -hmm. there are trucks and people and vehicles mm -hmm. moving all throughout the site. Um, apparently, you know, parking is an issue there. So some employees have to get to their shift 20, 30, 40 minutes before the shift to make sure that they get parking closer to, wow. uh, to the facility. So we were like really concerned. Part exactly, but it's like it was so. They were like, yeah, yeah, we had to get here like thirty minutes earlier today. To, to, and I was like, um, it was, it was just, it was an interesting kind of quirky thing. But we were concerned about the rain. Luckily, we were able to position the rooms um, where we had the eye exams in one room, which was basically someone's executive office. We could call it executive in quotes, like large office, and then a conference room outside. Luckily, there was an awning so that people were able to hang out outside before they were going into an exam, hang out, you know, underneath the awning before they came into us. And we had a large enough conference room that we were able to take some chairs and separate people out about 10 feet apart. So sure. we had a waiting area. Mm -hmm. We had the safety eyewear fitting area. And then we had a checkout area where yes. people would be checked out for their eye exam co-pays. So that was something that we, that was not, um, was not expected. Another thing is, we worked, we covered people on three shifts. So right. to put it into context, the third shift works 11 PM to 7 AM. Oh, so wow. okay. we had to provide services. The first day was fine. We provided services as early as 6.30 in the morning mm -hmm. um, to grab the third shifters. And the second day we got some late requests for some third shifters to come in. So I literally woke up, I set my alarm clock at 6.45, I walked to the second day, which was across a six lane highway at 645 in the morning Boy. in between like uh, an auto manufacturer plant and some like chemical plant or something like that rolled up, made my way in security, which included a temperature check, my name and contract tracing and stuff like that right. um, to be able to walk through the entire facility. I walked through a morning huddle like i literally walked through a 20 person like oh, wow. huddle and was like oh sorry you gotta go passing like, through passing through um to be able to get there on time to to fit the people uh a couple of folks that uh were ready to go to bed let's put it that way they were right. you know coming right. off their shift and heading home yeah earlier early risers late risers whatever <laughs> we'll serve them all as long as we can get there at yes. the right time Yes. Well, and, and way to adapt to the space too. I mean, those, those kind of, uh, those kind of, uh, you know, things we have to kind of think on our feet um, when we're, when we're in situations like that, just to kind of adapt the service. Um, and we will always make it work. That's, that's what we do. 
Yeah. I mean, it was fun. Like, you know, it, you have to go with the flow. Um, the first day we had a room that was completely dark, which was perfect for eye exams. Right. And the second day we were just entirely blocked inside. I did inside. I, I did not know what the weather was like outside. I did not oh, yeah. know what anything was like. Um, there yeah. were no, no windows at all, but in our, you know, as you know, Greg, it's better to have a room with no windows than to have a room with a lot of light. Sometimes. Yeah. Or at least some shades. <laughs> um, right. yeah, because that makes the exams that much easier. Yes. Um, well, that sounds wonderful, Jeff. I mean, any, just to close any, any, uh, fun takeaways from visiting Kentucky that you weren't expecting? There's two things I can say, mm. three things. One, first of all, the people were super nice and Absolutely. just very, very, very nice to serve them, um, to serve working people who need eyewear for, you know, for their jobs and as a benefit. The second thing is I've never been to Hershey, Pennsylvania, where I hear that it just smells of chocolate oh. everywhere. Oh, yeah. But boy, when we got to the high school, so they have a whole complex that's high school, middle school, town hall, fire department, police, like in, in a quarter mile block. Oh, wow. um, you just get this waft of, I guess it was like malt. I mean, it just, it, mm. I, I don't know what goes in bourbon because I don't drink bourbon or anything like that, but it just had this kind of sweet molassesy smell that just yeah. hits you like a wall. It's mostly corn and or barley or, or some sort of grain that you feel make it with. It, yeah, it was caramelly. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't absolutely. like burnt. It was sweet, but it was like on you. It was like sweet mm. and thick. So I, I experienced that once or twice. Um, it went away when it rained, which I thought was really interesting. interesting. The rain kind of scrubs the air, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it gives it gives it a nice little nice little scrub. Yeah. And the other thing was they had an opposite rotary in in the center of town. An opposite rotary meaning like you drove the opposite way. Nope. What happened is in when you're in the rotary you do not have the right of way. Oh, come on. That's got to be really confusing. We're in the middle of the road and all of a sudden my boss hits the brakes and I'm like, what is going on? And there's a yield sign because we have to yield to the traffic coming into the rotary. Oh man, that's... that's <laughs> as, if, 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 if rotaries weren't confusing enough to, to Americans in general, they, they got to reverse them there? Yeah. That's, is that a statewide thing or is it just a... I don't, it's a very I, interesting little quirk. I don't know. And the other thing was the people coming, but the people coming into the rotary would yield to pedestrians. So it was like, yeah. it, it was just this like weird mentality. And I'm Strange. from, you know, I'm from Massachusetts where like you put that thing in gear, you hit the gas pedal, you get in the rotary and you just like pray to somebody that you're going to get out alive. <laughs> you, you blindfold yourself, you close your eyes for 30 seconds and then you cut the wheel hard and you hope to yep. make it at the other side. A couple yeah. of left-hand turns, you rotary. know, otherwise you'll end up like Chevy Chase in whatever European in, vacation, uh, vacation or whatever. Big Ben, Parliament. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that was, it was, um, that was weird. I mean, the, yeah. the other, the last cool thing is I'll add a fourth just because I'm having fun, but basically you just drive and it's like, you just see distilleries. I mean, just like yeah. the things that you, you know, those kind of black buildings with tons of windows and they got the barrels being stored and yeah. um, there were, there were a ton of them. I mean, there were at least like 10 or 12 that we saw in Bardstown. There's self-proclaimed, you know, bourbon capital of the world. And I wow. have, no doubt that it 100% is because they, they were, there were distilleries everywhere. Well, next time, bring us back a bottle. 
Yeah, we couldn't get it through TSA or something. Oh, like that. right. Then, that stuff. But and we were busy working, Greg. I mean, we were actually, of course, you know, I mean, of course, but yeah. after work, of course, it's <laughs> always time to sample the local terroir, if you will. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for talking about that experience. And uh, it sounds like it was a wonderful event. Um, for any of you listening out there, if you're interested in bringing a safety eyewear event, or if you'd like to send us some bourbon, uh, check us out. You can learn more about us on our website, www.onsiteeyes.com. Um, and from all of us here at OnSite, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.